Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi. The preps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Buffalo, but everybody else in between. The Monday Night Meltdown has begun. Sports Grid Radio Networks. Sirius XM Channel 159. As in the immortal words of Jack Buck, I do not believe what I just saw. And I don't believe what I just saw once again. But we've said that a lot in this tournament, haven't we? As a world baseball. All right, the word classic is tossed around pretty loosely in today's uh, day and age. Yet this 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 baseball tournament literally infinitively has been a world baseball classic. One classic moment after another. Each country has had their opportunity to shine. And it was Team Japan, the Samurai Warriors, who faced elimination Stepping into the ninth inning, down 5-4. Shoya Tani leads off the bottom of the ninth inning with a leadoff double. And uh, when it's all said and done, Japan survive and advance and will now play the USA Tuesday night in the biggest international baseball game in the history of the sport of baseball. An absolute freaking classic. And like just another another classic uh, tonight, man. I, you know, I was thinking, how the hell are you going to top like Venezuela and the USA? Well, they managed to do it. One crazy play after another. Great pitching, great defense, timely hitting, clutch hitting, crazy fans. Man, this World Baseball Classic has been absolutely lit. And I got to tell you, number one, if you're a you're not a baseball fan, if you're if you're not watching this. Just, just point blank. Like, I don't know. Maybe you like your your team or something like that, but you're not a real baseball fan. Like, this is like, you know, this is like saying, yeah, you're a music fan, but now nah, I don't need to go to Woodstock, right? Like, this is, this is it. But the thing is, it's to the point, this thing is so good that it's like if you're a sport fan and you're not watching this, you're missing out. I watch everything. Big events, small events, meaningless events. You know, listen, I hate to break it to people, but in the grand scheme of things, every sporting event is kind of meaningless, all right? They're all meaningless. God doesn't care who wins the World Series, all right? 
And if I asked you to name the last 20 World Series champions, oh, well, oh, yeah, exactly, right? I've watched a lot of World Series that are dead-ass boring. Like sports, everything is meaningless. Life is meaningless. Right? Like everything is meaningless. What, what means something? Life and death, right? What means anything? Oh, but this is more important. What's more important? What, the American League West? Oh, yeah, I know. That's, that's critical. I know. Yeah, people really give a crap. As I stated, Sidney Crosby scored a lot of goals in his career for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Guys won, what, three Stanley Cups for the Pittsburgh Penguins? How many of you remember the goals? I don't know. Did it, did it make stamps for, for you for that? That anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. The Monday Night Meltdown has a begun, and they don't call it March Madness for nothing. And March Madness doesn't just mean the NCAA tournament. And as we see from the WBC, listen, the March Madness tournament, everybody, you know, it's all cool, and you fill out your brackets and all that type of stuff, but there's a lot of bad basketball played. And just because the game is close at the end, it doesn't mean it was a good game, all right? Yeah, FDU was a nice story. FDU were a terrible basketball team. You wouldn't pay money to watch FDU play. If we charge you money, you would complain, right? But it's, it's the tournament. And interesting, devout, you know, interesting story as far as where they got the name, too, of course, was Brent Musburger. Uh, but we'll get to that a little bit uh, later on. You want real drama, you watch the WBC. And I'm not saying March Madness doesn't have drama, and I'm not saying the NCAA tournament won't get really, really good. It will be good, right? Because, you know, the teams will get better, and there'll be a lot of close games. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, just because something is close doesn't mean that it's good. Tonight's baseball game was close, and it was epically good. Man, Trey Turner had the epic moment uh, the other night. We thought, all right, look at Mexico, man, a country that like lives and breathes soccer that's on the verge of going to the World Baseball Classic final to take on the U.S., but Japan just would not go away. Japan were down 3 nothing. Japan were down 5-3. They just found a way, did not give up, and they end up winning the game 6-5 in epic fashion, setting up an all-time classic for tomorrow night in the biggest international game in the history of the sport of baseball. Japan, um, the number, listen, the USA opened up as like minus 145 favorites, minus 142. It's been bouncing around a lot. The market is fluid right now. This is live and we're live as it is right now, 122. Early money, the shift has come in on the Samurai Warriors. Nothing is confirmed yet as far as starting pitching is concerned. It's not like locked in, but it kind of is. It's Merrill Kelly. For the United States. Meanwhile, Japan will be starting Yu Darvish and they'll be bringing in Shoei Otani after Yu Darvish. You have offense versus defense. Classic. We're running the gauntlet. Jason B. Takafin, a three time champion with the Toronto Blue Jay organization, joins us. Eric Pincus talks NBA basketball. George Kurtz throws it down. We get biblical NFL draft style. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down the Monday night that meltdown, and we're still buzzing like a 12 year old walking out of the theater after watching Star Wars. Like, unbelievable. It's rare that anything lives up to the hype. It's even rare that things and anything ever exceeds the hype. Yet this World Baseball Classic literally and figuratively is a classic. Like every week we have PGA golf tournaments that are called classics that like really like, you know, what I mean, <laughs> like the term classic is tossed around more looser than the word woke uh, is. All right. I don't like either of those words, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what the World Baseball Classic, it really is an effing classic. Jason B. Takafin steps up and in Jason, I was thinking like. It's like walking out of a movie theater or something, and you're like, I can't believe what I just saw. That's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Dude, I thought the Trey Turner stuff was lit, and oh, we'll never top that. Dude, what, what, dude, I'm not Japanese. I'm not Mexican. Neither are you. Dude, I got goosebumps. I, I couldn't sit. I couldn't eat. I was pacing around. I also had a lot of money on the game. That was freaking epic. I think that allowed me at least to enjoy the game and just watch it and not have a horse in the race and just be able to enjoy the great starting pitching, the great relief pitching, the timely hitting the baseball, the bunts, the moving guys over, the stolen base, just the the great capital B baseball. I feel for Team Mexico. They did so many things right. Randy Rosarena has a 900 slugging. He made about four or five elite defensive plays, including taking away a home run when they were up 3-0. That was just today that was just in the semifinals today and he's going home and that doesn't seem fair but holy moly do we have it set up for the finals later on tonight with you darvish shohei otani in the back end this is randy johnson kurt Schilling. this is bum gartner coming out in game 7 2014 this is pedro martinez game 5 1999 in cleveland this is the stage is totally set and what i was thinking of had mexico won is they were going to be in tough to get nine innings tomorrow out of their pitching. Urias is done for the tournament. Uh, Urquidy was done. Giovanni, they, they, they went they, all in tonight with Sandoval when they brought yeah. Urquidy in tonight. They were saying, you know what, we'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow. I don't blame them because they had to get to tomorrow. And they, and they nearly say, okay, got to tomorrow. They were yeah. not up and close. Yeah. 
and and I can't blame them because they had their hands full tonight and they're not really built on they're built on inning to inning like they're not really built on blowing teams out. I know it sounds funny because they beat the Americans by a touchdown in the in the round robin, but they're really built to play okay, let's get these six outs and then we'll figure out the next six outs and we'll figure out the next six outs. But really kudos to Mexico. I thought they were obviously amazing. They won the pool. They won pool C, which is so impressive, but I can't wait for tomorrow night game. I don't even know who's starting for the Americans yet. They haven't announced it. I think they're going to go with Merrill Kelly. Brady. It's it's going to be Merrill Kelly. It's it, they've announced it. It's um that's the tentative. Yeah, that's the tentative. Okay. So you're choice. figuring they're going to go Merrill Kelly. They'll probably get a Brady Singer. But I Kyle should know, like it's not listed as you stated. Right. It's not it's listed, listed, but so that's the plan. Yeah. Okay. If if you're Mark DeRosa and Andy Pettit, you're probably thinking, okay. All we have to do is get to the seventh inning for Adavino, then Devin Williams, then Presley. How could what's the combination to get those first three to four innings? Do they just kind of play it by ear and start? Is it a Brady Singer, Kyle Freeland, Merrill Kelly, and then whomever doesn't start? Is that the piggyback? You know, for the next time in the rotation, or we see how it goes. There's so many different options. Whereas Japan's the exact opposite. It's going to be Darvish, and they're going to get him to 95 pitches, and then they're going to give it to Otani, and he's going to go 95 pitches, and they'll figure things out in the 14th inning if they have to by then. Let me ask you because they barely escaped tonight, and Roki Sasaki had very electric stuff. He made, and you know, it was that whole squib and a bloop type of deal, and that's exactly what happened. So there was a squib down the baseline, there was the bloop, and then there was the blast, right? And he made one mistake. He hung a pitch over uh, the plate, but he was rock solid. Would it, I get it. it you know, is it crazy? Because tonight, if they didn't win tonight, they weren't in the championship game. So yeah. we can't really say, well, you can't put a 21-year-old kid on the hill against the USA in a championship game. But my question is to you as the general manager, a three-time champion with the Toronto Blue Jay organization, is... Should they have saved the kid for tomorrow no. to start him? And my only thought process is the American players know you, Darvish. Yeah. They've all faced you, Darvish, before. Probably not all of them faced Otani, but there's scouting reports on Otani. There's a long scouting report on Darvish. This kid, dude, you saw early in the game, bro. Mexico were like, you know, befuddled by his pitches early. So you say no, no. You trust you, Darvish, and you think, all right, no, you, Darvish, is the guy for the Samurai Warriors. So the question would be if Japan put up 12 runs in the first and they can keep Roki Sasaki under 30 pitches so he's able to pitch tomorrow, yes, you think about that. But it's an unrealistic situation because they have that rule where you have to have a minimum one day's rest if you have a 30-pitch outing. You had to get to tomorrow. He's their second or third best pitcher no matter where you put Otani or whatever. They had to get to tomorrow knowing it was actually a bigger risk to not pitch Otani tonight to save him for tomorrow. And I think that Sasaki pitched— It showed how much confidence they had in the kid, actually. They didn't flinch. They were down 5-3 in the eighth, and Otani made contact on the first pitch. They got the next guy over on a walk. Like, they did not flinch. And the fact that they still were bunting and giving away an out in the eighth inning with two guys Dude, on with two really... With two strikes, too. And I got to be honest with you, because I was about to get all cute and type and tweet, you know, in the Japanese All-Star game, they have a bunting derby. Right. right? They, have a, they do. They have a bunting competition where there's targets on the field and all these guys, they lay down these perfect bunts. And in the first two, 
I was like, dude, this is horrible bunting what you're doing, right? Yeah. He's poking at the ball. He nearly popped out. And then what it counted on strike three, perfect bunt. That's capital B baseball. And we're going to see a lot more of that with the MLB rule changes. Japan has always played like that. It is why it is one of the reasons why they represent the game of baseball so well. It's one of the reasons why they had 63 million people watch their game against China. And there's probably going to be a lot more watching on oh Tuesday. My God. Uh, They're already the, upwards. They hit like 49% the other night. Um, so I don't like, they're going to break the 50% barrier more than half the country. I would imagine even, you know, I've 75 million. It, it, the sky's the limit. Any number you throw at me, I'm going to believe just in terms of the percentages and, 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 you know, the, the, the height of it all, like you say, is it 75? Is it 80? Is it 85? Who knows if it's close in the eighth inning, like any number I would believe. This think, is the biggest international baseball game in the history of baseball tomorrow night, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, for the world, not just for one country. This, this is, we're defining a world champion tomorrow night, like for real. Yeah. And we're going to go, this is going to lead into, you know, you and I talked about from the summer to the fall, like in the fifth iteration, this World Baseball Classic feels like it's arrived. And we talked about this leading up to it. It felt like yeah, this one yeah. felt a little bit bigger. And maybe it was because Canada had a lot of prospects. And they didn't have a lot of their players. Joey Votto wasn't playing. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. wasn't playing. Mike Soroka wasn't playing. So it was, we were able to focus on the actual tournament. And this felt a lot bigger leading up to it. And holy smokes, we had incredible turnout by Venezuela, Puerto Rico. Like everyone kind of, with the exception of the Dominican Republic, sort of played their part and, you know, sort of went over, to use a wrestling term. And now we get the best of both worlds. We get Shohei Otani on the world stage, uh, USA in Miami. It'll be sold out. The crowd will still be buzzing from the semifinals into the finals. And as far as Otani is concerned, just how legendary and clutch was it to lead off that inning like that with the double? He just set the tone right there. And he and looked at the dugout, and it was like, everything is okay. Let's go. Let's go. This game, finish it off now. Think of how just hard. Imagine if he struck out, Jason. She strikes out. Oh, man. He wasn't striking God. out there. Yeah, you're like, no, that wasn't happening, right? <laughs> Gary Sheffield used to say that when he was coming up in big spots, he would just stare at the pitcher to know that it was his at bat. And Gary Sheffield is probably one of the most intimidating, you know, between him and Dave Stewart, they were like the two most intimidating respectively at their positions. Otani went to the plate there. And think of how hard it is to hit a double because that outfield's playing really back. And he hit. Yeah, it's a big outfield, you're right. Like he could, I mean, that was like, a, that was a perfect stinger. Like Tiger Woods could hit that thing, right? Like he hit it perfectly. And they also got, uh, they were wise, Jason. You noticed like the home run was down the right field wall. Yeah. And Randy was catching everything and left. All right. <laughs> so hold on. What would Jason be tacking on the other side? This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. This is Sports I am Gabriel Morenzi. We're kicking it with a three-time champion with the Toronto Blue Jay organization, the general manager, Jason B. Taka fan. And uh, me and Jason were extremely fired up for the WBC. We were hyping it up, and it's just exceeded expectations. Number of tickets sold there. You know, it was 1.1 million in the opening round. Digital hits, absolutely killing it online. Television numbers skyrocketing and you know, I think a lot of players, Jason, people that watch Trey Turner live that moment, right? I mean, that wasn't just like a baseball moment. That's a piece of American sports history right now. 100%. Like that was that big, bro. Like they would have, they were about to get eliminated to Venezuela. Guy hits a grand slam in that, like, you know, the chance of like, I was, I saw a guy on Twitter, one people on the thread, guy said we were sitting in a sports bar in New York City. They had the sound up on the March Madness games, but they had the baseball game on. And he said what had happened, the entire bar broke into a USA, 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 and sort of unifying. Like, people were like, hey, we're, we're missing out on this. What's going on? Right? Like, this is supposed to be our national pastime, and and we're getting pushed out and pushed aside here, but it was just freaking epic. Like, how many great moments have there been in, in heroic type of stuff? Like what? What? Like the catches, the catches in Mexico, and the kids doing the poses right now already. Yeah, and even in the pro league in Mexico, they were imitating them. In Japan, it's life changing. There are like seventy million people watching this stuff. Trey Turner's home run, bro. He said that he's played in a World Series, won a World Series. He said that was the biggest hit in the biggest game in the loudest stadium I've ever played in. In other words, that's the biggest thing I've ever did. Rosenthal's question was, "Where do you? Was that as big as anything? And you've won a World Series?" And he flatly said, I can't think of anything bigger. <laughs> you know, I thought when in the one game playoff in 2019 with the Nationals and Brewers and Juan Soto hit that game time single, which turned into a th- an error, which took the lead in the eighth inning, Nationals Park went berserk. And that was probably the loudest I've ever seen a, you know, it's not technically regular season, but like a non-World Series ALCS stadium. And Trey Turner was there. He was a starting shortstop. And I thought that that moment would be very hard to top, especially with all the Nationals playoff struggles that Trey Turner was a part of and sort of had to live through and Bryce Harper leaving and all that stuff. So for him to be able to compartmentalize that and then to be able to say, no, no, this was bigger. This is bigger than anything I've done. I've, I've won a World Series. I, I played in Dodger He's never Stadium. had a bigger hit in his life, too. <laughs> played in Dodger Stadium against the Giants, by the way, in the playoffs, and he's totally okay with that. And he's been able to say, no, this is pretty big. Um, that really, it speaks volumes. I think that the, the players got defensive about the world baseball classic. The managers got defensive about it and they should, because they were hearing about after the awful Edwin Diaz injury, how this is stupid. It's an exhibition Poor Mets fans. And, and you do feel for Mets fans. You feel for Edwin Diaz. Um, you know, you, you feel for that whole situation, but that could have happened anywhere. Brian Leach slapped, snapped his ankle getting out of a taxi cab in 1993. 
right? Sammy Sosa screwed up his back sneezing. Like these, these stupid Gavin things. Lux is out for the year. That's not the WBC's fault. Kendris Morales I was celebrating a walk-off. Like these stupid things happen, right? Like they, they happen and it sucks this would happen in this tournament at this time. He wasn't even in a dog pile. Like it was just, it happened. And I think the players and managers came to WBC's defense. And I think that after this game and after the Venezuela-US game, which by the way, Think of how good this game had to be for us to not talk about the Venezuela-U.S. game. Jason, I tweeted out, I tweeted out during this. I said, guys, this tournament is so good. This is only the quarterfinals. I know. <laughs> like you have the USA with one of the arguably the best offensive, like one through nine roster ever assembled. And they're going toe to toe with the Venice. It was like Hagler Hearns, bro. It's like we're being spoiled. This is this good. This is like all time. One of the greatest tournaments of any sport tournament that's taken place from yep. like the first games and oh my God, now we're set up. I set the stage before when people were like, oh, I said, if you can't get excited for the thought of Shoei Otani on the Hill in the ninth inning of a three, two game with Mike Trout coming up, then I, I you know, then and you don't like, you're not a sports fan. Then you don't like live sports and that's yeah. okay. And that's why yeah. Netflix is really popular. Right. <laughs> and that's fine. But if you can't get up for tomorrow's game, I understand the concept of people thinking a baseball season is long or a best of seven series in any sport, not having the urgency to watch it. It's why football is so popular. It's a one game thing for better or worse. I personally like a series, but whatever, this is a one game thing. There's no day off. I personally would have liked an extra day off just so that people can be rested and maybe Sasaki yeah. could come back or some guys in the bullpen, but no excuses. Let's roll the next day. Let's build on momentum. And here we go. The finals. All right, so the United States are favorites, minus 145. Minus 145 favorites, Japan, plus 115. What are your thoughts on this game? So Japan have the pitching advantage. We've seen that they're clutch. They play station-to-station baseball, so there's not a ton of power on this team. They play more station-to-station baseball. They play great defense. They're clearly good under pressure, as we saw uh, tonight. The U.S., that lineup is deep as hell, and yeah, they've been lighting it up. I mean, Goldschmidt's been on fire. Trout's gone deep. Arenado's been great, but they faced a lot of – they haven't faced pitching like this, bro. They've been teeing off on Colombian dudes and Cuban dudes that aren't big league pitchers, Jason. Canadians. Yeah, there's really – this isn't really like if we're in court, this is like, wow, this is a tough case, isn't it? Like Japan. you look on one side and I see Mike Trout, Mookie Bats, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Tim, I see all these guys. And then I look over, I'm like, wow, these guys play as a team and they're going to be throwing Darvish and Otani on the hill here against a bunch of like, it's a bullpen game for the U.S. And they're going to have to make, they're going to have to take advantage of the mistakes that Cuba did not take advantage of in the semifinals. They're going to have to take advantage of the U.S.'s soft spot is that starter position. It's that one to fourth inning. And Cuba got to them early. Huh? Nobody That's what Mexico did. did. Got to them early. Yeah. Right. And they have to be able to take advantage of them early, create a ton of unrest, allow DeRosa to look at Wainwright, say, I can't use this guy. Allow him to look at Miles Michaelis, say, I can't use this guy. And let them feel like they're behind the eight ball. So if, if if the Japanese, now they can execute a lot better than the Cubans can. So that when you say execute, if they're going to have the bases loaded but nobody out, they're going to have every at bat. And they're going to be able to sort of execute a little bit better and to make sure they make the right play. No double plays, no lineouts. They're going to be able to sort of manufacture a bigger inning, if that makes sense. Now, they're going to have to do this. They cannot get late in the game and then see 
And any combination, Odovino and Williams and Presley, they have to get that soft middle, that soft opening innings. So that said, I would take Japan, and if they get up early, either maybe cash out and then take the U.S. and kind of go back and forth, or just cash out and just enjoy the game because I can see Japan taking an early lead, especially now that Morikami is back. Yoshida got his first home run, or excuse me, Yoshida got a big home run. Otani's going to be pitching and hitting in the first inning. He's batting third. New like they have a their lineup almost feels like they exhaled today the Japanese a little bit. So. They're gonna. I, I think they're going to get to the Americans pretty early tomorrow. Wow, I can't wait, man! Like that. Yeah. Wow, this game is just lit. It's just like. So your your pick is Japan, and let let me ask you, most of these games have been playing to the over, right? They open up. Yeah. There's so many bats and stuff. Is this is this a pitcher's duel, or is this like we just can't help but turn into like one of these six five seven six five four type games? I think the hitting is too good on the U.S. side, and the Japanese can hit pretty well too. Like the Japanese just put up six, right? Like they like, and it didn't even feel like that much, but it was. No, still you're six. right. Yeah. Like so, I <laughs> think did, the yeah, you're right. Didn't hit. feel like it, but they did. Yeah. But they, and they got robbed a couple right. of times too. Yeah. And it was a six with a walk off. There would have been a guy on second base, and they had like they could have put together more runs. And they also hit the ball right on the button a few times to Rosarina, and he made some great plays. So I would take the over. But if Japan has any chance of winning, any chance of winning, they have to get to them early tomorrow. Take advantage of their non, and I say this in quotes, their non-World Baseball Classic type starters, right? Because this isn't Scherzer, this isn't the Grom, this isn't Cease, this isn't Woodruff, this isn't Burns. This isn't the, 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 the top American pitching, right? This is Merrill Kelly, this is Brady Singer, this is Kyle Freeland, who are perfectly good pitchers, but they are not the aces of staffs. Yeah, well, those losers that aren't pitching, I hope they I hope they enjoy watching the game tomorrow, man. I hope their conscience is clear, bro, and I hope their pride is clear that, you know what? You're like a live golfer. That's To me, that's what they are, Jason. You're yeah. a live golfer. You, wanna, you play for money, fine, but that's why I look at it. I think this tournament exposed the players that play for money and the players that play for the love of the game and love of their country. There's something to be said for that. I don't blame someone like Fran Valdez who pitched a lot in October. He might be having a large extension. You know, the, the Astros are kind of extending guys with their new GM, uh, Dana Brown. You can't fault someone for having that much money on the table and saying no. I, I don't blame guys like that. But I'll tell you, I'm going to name you these American pitchers, okay, who have made a ton of money who are not here. Verlander Sale, Scherzer, Kershaw, Cole, Wheeler, uh, Nola. Uh, DeGrom, your Manoas, your Striders, your Webs, your, your, your Wheelers. Sure. You know, like your, your, your Woodruffs. I get it. Dylan Cease. You haven't gotten paid yet. I get it. Sure. I don't agree with it, but I get it. But the first stack of guys I mentioned have all made 200 plus million dollars. Just for the record though, I, want, I always have to defend my boy Clayton. He couldn't get insurance. We just Okay. So the dollars are <laughs> million dollars. Kershaw's made 300 million dollars and insurance is one of the largest industries in the world. I think they could have figured it out. But they couldn't. Yeah, I know. I know. We talked Listen, about this. You and I discussed this. this. Yes. Clayton Kershaw is going to look back on his career sitting in Texas somewhere with a cigar in 10 years and be like, you know, yeah, I, I should have played that perfect game. You know, I probably shouldn't have been left in game one in 2014 against the Cardinals that much. I shouldn't have come in. Three days <laughs> you, you know, I probably should have gone to the World Baseball Classic and not blamed it on insurance company. He's going to. It's like Queen not playing Live Aid. You're right. He's got to play Live Aid no matter what happens for the regrets. He's gonna he's gonna have a lot of questions, and he's also gonna look at you know if if 
bless Dave Roberts' heart, can he see six months in advance? Probably not. If he did, they would have a lot more than one World Series, right? So, Jason I don't know. There it is, right there. Jason's throwing heat like a closer on the way out. It's always a pleasure, my man. We'll see you online. Can't wait for the game. Can't wait. Can't wait for the game tomorrow. Thanks for having me, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome us back, even though we lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch a football? Let's see if you can catch a rock. The Late Night Anchor Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Renzi. Thanks to Jason B. Takafin for kicking it with us on the program. You know, epic, epic stuff is WBC. Anybody watching the game tonight think, you know what, we need a pitch clock. This is taking too long. I don't like the drama. Better hurry it up. Like, honestly, just admit it's a bad idea. The season hasn't started yet. Scratch it. Scratch it. We all have bad ideas. Right? We all have, we, we all have bad ideas. For whatever reason, uh, I told someone recently when they asked me what size um, briefs uh, to buy. I told them medium because, I don't know, every size is different. <laughs> These things are way too tight. Right? Made a mistake, right? Bands. Look at Kiss and the Elder. They made a mistake. Bands make mistakes. People make mistakes. I've made mistakes. People have bad ideas. I don't have a lot of bad ideas. I've made mistakes, but I don't have a lot of bad ideas. <laughs> I have irrational decisions that I've made, but my 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 ideas are usually pretty good. But. Like, honestly, because if you're thinking, well, no, well, it's different for Major League Baseball. Okay, so that you're admitting that Major League Baseball sucks and, it, you know, you want to hurry it up because it's not very good. That's what you're getting at. Look at tonight with the bunting. 
man, Japan are bunting guys over in the eighth inning and stuff. It's like Major League Baseball teams would never do that. They wouldn't have the balls. The guy would be able to get the bunt down. They'd be like, oh, we're wasting out. Oh, no, we can't do this, right? And then, you know, they got a run out of it, right? They got a run out of it. They chipped away. Then they let another run. That's the thing with Japan. They play real baseball. They play small ball. They play defense. Well, everybody's playing freaking defense in this tournament, man. Their defense has been, like, lit. Defense has been unbelievable. But we've been we've been preaching and talking a lot, and I'm sure people will be glad when this thing's over, and don't worry, it is tomorrow. We've been preaching a lot about it, but it just keeps getting better every day. Look, last night there was a little bit of a lull because, you know, it was, it was a mismatch against Cuba. But Saturday night against Venezuela, the Friday night before when uh, when, when it was Puerto Rico and Venezuela and, and the J- Japan, now the Japan drama with Mexico tonight, and it sets it up, man, the championship game tomorrow night. So... I, I watched like the highlights over and over. I'm just sort of like, I can't believe this stuff. This is just so amazing. So we have the calls here. Let's go with the uh, let's go with the calls of tonight's game. So let's start off, Matthias, though, with the English call. I believe this is Dave Fleming, right? Uh, he's done a very good job in the tournament. I mean, you know, he's done he's doing a great job. Yet, yet Fleming is being called out right now. For he says, and Otani comes, you know, and Otani comes flying around third, and and then he doesn't know the name of the dude running behind, right? And the scoring run behind, and it, it sort of sounds kind of awkward a little bit. You get caught up; it's like nitpicky and stuff, but it is such a big call. You want to get it right. Thing is, though, listen. I'm not the play-by-play guy, but I have—I don't know who the guy was, right? It was—I don't know. They brought in a pinch. Uh, they brought in a pinch runner. But then after he goes, they're going to the championship. Should have said to play against uh, the United States. We also have the uh, the Japanese call uh, as well to play. So let's play the English call first. And uh, we'll play the two of them back-to-back. They're both pretty chaotic. They're both good. The Japanese one, obviously, is awesome. Hit to left center field. Hit very well. And it is off the wall. Otani flying around third. Right behind him. Scoring the winning run. It's a walk-off. Japan will play for the championship. Right behind him, scoring the winning run. That's where after you just need to say, that's where after you need to say that, um, because if you don't know, you say, Otani around third, scores, and here comes the winning run behind him, right? And then it sets it up. So the average fan won't notice. Um, The average fan won't notice that, you know, I guarantee you, right now, he's back at the hotel hating himself for this. Just like the average fan won't notice that these clips should have been ready and ready to go in a smoother fashion, but I'm so good, I've been buying time. But broadcasters might notice. (laughs) Let's play the Japanese call right now. (laughs) 
as you can see, the excitement was pretty high uh, in Japan, although I thought it was longer than that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that was 43 seconds, was it? We've been waiting, like, so anxiously uh, for this. But it's our bad for asking too much, right? <laughs> like, we don't like you, know what I mean? You venture out of your lane. You venture out of your lane. And um, this is what happens. We get hit by a pitch. But nevertheless, as you can see, the calls, uh, call great calls, ton of electricity in the stadium. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a baseball fan. Or if you're, you know, if you're just a sports fan, you should be watching this stuff. Like, trust me, this is a hell of a lot more exciting than a lot of the World Cup soccer games were. March Madness, there's been a couple of good endings and stuff. You know, March Madness, like, it's essentially, you're watching a Xavier in a pit game, right? So it's not, like, special. You're watching Xavier play pit, right? <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, oh, my God, you know, oh, you're watching FDU play. You want to watch FDU play? All right. Let's see how excited you are. Go see them play next year. You'll be able to get in for about six bucks. They don't even have a band. Their arena holds 1,800 people. All right. Like, you know, we're talking, it's just that the level of intensity and stuff with this. The NHL, I'll give the NHL credit. The NHL is pretty lit every night. And we have Eric Pincus joining us later. And. I saw Pinkus was getting into uh, getting into it with people on Twitter about load management, and people were like ripping players and stuff, and you know saying the NBA sucks because of load management now. And Pinkus was defending the players. Yeah, I'd like to get into it. We have more time with Eric. We we don't. There's a lot of Laker news to get to tonight with him, but I'd like to get like some basketball people on and from just a philosophical point of view, and not in an aggressive, challenging way, but. I don't really get. Is it the knee thing? You know, I think to me, if you know, and I'm being nice here, I'm being generous and trying to defend NBA players. I will say it's the money, number one, right? It everything comes down to money. So NBA players are making fifty million dollars a year and stuff, forty million dollars a year, forty five million dollars a year. The teams and a general manager more they're more, you know, worried about their investment. We see it with baseball pitchers. I get it. Hockey players aren't making as much money, but they're still like that important to their team and they're still making pretty big money. So I just don't understand. So it's like, wow, the NBA schedule this and it's asking too much of NBA players and they play back to back games and it's too much. Yet then it's like, all right, you look at the national hockey league. And as I was stating, like even the Oilers and the Sharks game, look, the Sharks suck. All right. The Sharks are one of the worst teams in the league. And they want to be because they want to get Connor Bedard. The Edmonton Oilers are an exciting team, but they're not like the best team in the league. I had this game up with the sound down here. It was crazy at the end. Right? Like, the like it was really, really crazy. Like, the level of competition in the NHL for the regular season, I really will give this league credit for that. They really do bring it nightly, this league, somehow. Like, the players... For there's no, there's just, I don't know what it is. It's hard to explain to somebody. It's put it this way like it's like football, right? Like teams can't, you don't, teams don't take nights off in football, right? They're playing once a week, right? And you see it all the time, man. A team could be two and 10, 
A team can be two and ten. Whatever, dude. They could look amazing, right? And and be three and ten after that. And then the next week they could lose like forty-eight nothing. You'd be like, man, last week this team looked so good. I thought they were getting better. Right? Like each week is kind of different, but they're always gonna bring it and try. The NHL somehow has bottled that. Like they the NHL culture, the you know, there's just some sort of like there's no load management in the NHL, but they both play eighty-two games. They both both play the same damn schedule. You travel and you play in the same arenas, you play the same amount of games, and you play at the exact same time of the year. Like the, you are the exact same. Yet one of you are dodging 100 mile an hour pucks to the face, are getting punched into the face, are losing teeth, are getting your nose broken, are taking pucks off the ankle, pucks off the shin. You're getting your face smashed first into the glass. You're getting cheap shot and into the nutsack when you play the lightning or some other Russian goon that's going to spear you in the corner. Right? Like, and I'm not saying, like I said, it's not a big criticism of NBA players because I, I know they're, you know, they're tough dudes and stuff. They're great athletes, but is it the knee thing? Right? And because I've defended in the past because I will point out an NHL player, all of the above is true. But at the same point in time, it doesn't happen to you all the time. I was a goalie, so it's a little bit different. I risked injury in different ways, you know what I mean? Then, you know what I mean? You don't get hit as much, but you still got hurt, right? Especially the equipment wasn't very good in the older days. But you don't always get hurt, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like an NHL player can play a game. He's not automatically, you know what I mean? He can get through a game without getting hurt. I'm saying an NHL player can get through a game without taking a puck off the ankle or, you know what I mean, getting slashed in the back of the calf where there's no protection, right? Like, you know what I mean? It's not going to happen every night. And another thing is NHL players, they do only play in like these 30-second like little shifts. It's called shifts, right? So, you know, they're on the ice, boom, for 45 seconds, 30, 45 seconds, boom, they're back off the ice. And in the end of the night, you'll see, all right, they play 20 minutes or something, 22 minutes when it all adds up, 18 minutes, 16 minutes, whatever, depending on the player. And in the NBA, okay, I get it. You know, guys are playing 34 minutes, and it's it's taxing on their bodies. They're taller as well. Like I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get Dr. Chow in on this. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together a, like a, uh, a panel. Like, is it, is, it the, is it a knee thing? Is it the stress? Like, is it the size of the body of the NBA player that they're more successful to, to injury? I need to know these answers. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. I just want to get to this uh, championship game tomorrow night now. And then we'll move on. We'll get back to the Sweet 16. George Kurtz will step up and in. We got Eric Pankis. We've got Rick Saratella. So we do have a lot of other stuff we're going to hit. We're going to talk about the NFL draft. FanDuel has all the props up for each uh, position. The first player taken. We'll blast through it with Rick Saratella from the NFL Draft Bible. We've got Eric Pankis from the Bleacher Report. We'll talk uh, NBA basketball, a lot of Laker news to get to with Eric Pincus and uh, George Kurtz from the uh, Sports Grid Radio and Television Networks will join us. Last week, I went on a diatribe and a, uh, a rant about Keith Olbermann, which a lot of people do now. But um, listen, I've always liked Keith Olbermann. I've always respected his baseball takes. He was uh, he was on in Los Angeles, uh, you know. When, and I remember him doing Dodger stuff in the old days, in the older days. And you know, I've always been a fan of Keith Olbermann and his baseball opinions. But I lost all respect for that, and I take all that back when I saw him talk about the WBC and it being meaningless. And uh, who cares? All this matters about where your grandmother got laid and all that crap and stuff. And I'm thinking, dude, like really, huh? For somebody that all you do is tweet about is like patriotism and how like, you know what I mean, all these people and they hate they hate this and like So this guy's like a baseball guy. I'm actually I'm actually concerned for Keith Olbermann now. I never really saw him in this light. Like and for the people tuning in, this isn't a political thing. I'm not like, oh yeah, like I'm not uh I'm not right or left. But like, I saw Keith Olbermann, and he posted a picture tonight of himself standing outside of Trump Tower. And he said, where are all the people, like, protesting Trump? Uh, Trump's getting arrested tomorrow, right? So where's all the people protesting? Because, you know, they wanted to protest out there. And I'm thinking, bro, you're a grown man. Like, you got Trump derange- derangement system. Like, Trump's not around anymore. You're a grown man. You're, like, 70 years old or something. You're standing outside of the tower posting videos on Twitter, standing outside of Trump Tower. That's like pathologically insane, bro. You're nuts. (laughs) Bring it. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gratadmissions.